Always a delight to speak to you, sir. So we're well aware that we as South Africans have had our pockets being pinched uh, this uh, year, and uh, largely that's been witnessed by the lack of consumer uh, activity. Help us understand what's been happening in the car market, especially when it comes to new vehicle sales. Yeah, no, thank you so much, Skugwe. Look, it's been a it's been a tough year. Uh, it's been a bloodbath, if you want to call it. Um, we all know how resilient the motor in, or automotive industry is. Um, however, I mean, this year we've just uh, experienced a shift, uh, in the, a notable shift rather in the industry, um, as as, the, as as Nada have, uh, have explained following the release of the TransUnion um, report of the Q3 vehicle price index. And there's been a trend that we've noticed throughout the year um, of tough economic challenges, um, affordability, and also people buying down, uh, which affects, of course, the, the new vehicle sales. So it's not been a great year uh, mm. for the automotive industry. Uh, it's not been a great year for new vehicles sales in the country. And uh, now in, in two, two, three, we also notice the, the exports. Uh, that have gone down a bit uh, if you look at the uh, NAMSA report uh, that they released uh, for, for the previous month. So it's, 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 it's not looking great. Um, and, of course, the, the dealers and the OEMs, they, they are feeling the pinch um, simply because of the, the tough economic times that we're facing, um, which also uh, uh, push uh, customers out of, out of the market, if you want to call it. And I think this is so intriguing because whilst it might be terrible for the new vehicle sales segment, as you've mentioned, the pre-owned uh, um, vehicle segment has actually been performing. Is there still a sense of buoyancy that's happening there? Mm. Yeah, look, I think the, 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 the used car has been performing quite well. Um, if you remember, just uh, after COVID, uh, or post-COVID rather, uh, with the stock shortages in new vehicle sales, uh, we've seen a used car demand uh, in the country. Um, whereby you know, uh, used car market was doing quite well, and also the the prices of those new cars were quite strong. So, if for instance you put a, a vehicle that you want to trade in, you will get a top dollar for your car simply because there was no new car stock, and the dealers were looking for for pre-owned vehicles in order for them to keep their business afloat. Mm. Um, however, now if you look at uh, how things have turned around, I mean, there's a ratio that we use in in, in our in the automotive industry, um, whereby we look at how many used new cars are sold versus uh, used cars and the ratio used to be like two and now things have turned a bit um, and this year whereby the ratio now is about just over one percent uh, and that shows that the with the tough economic uh, times that we're facing the uh, the OEMs uh, which is the original equipment manufacturers um, have, have tried to stimulate the sales in the in the new car business uh, with uh, partnership with financial institutions uh, playing a key role in, in offering vehicle finances of new cars, for instance, of up to 84 months. And that is, of course, subject to some criteria that they use uh, and also with no balloon options. Mm. Um, and this, this, this is done to, to really boost the new car market because new cars have been severely under pressure. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, and, and this, this, there's a lot of factors into the new car business suffering the way it does. I mean, if you look at the, uh, the, the, the increase in vehicle pricing, new vehicle pricing, uh, it went up by 5.8% uh, 
Um, sorry, it, 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 it was at 5.8% in quarter three in 2022 versus 6.5% in Q3 uh, 2023. So vehicle prices have gone up. Mm. We've got a distressed economy. Uh, consumers cannot afford uh, mobility anymore like they used to. Um, and now the manufacturers and the financial institutions, they are forced now to come up with this offering uh, whereby they try to entice customers and also get customers to buy new vehicles as, as opposed to uh, to use vehicles. Simply because we've got uh, manufacturers in this country that are, mm. are, are manufacturing vehicles and there's a huge investment that has been put. You talk about the likes of Ford, yeah. your VWs and your Toyotas of this world. These are the OEMs that produce new vehicles. Now, if, for instance, the South African market mm-hmm. uh, is not pushing the right number of units uh, that are required for them to have the share that they're supposed to have in the country, it's the problem with vehicle sales. This is so intriguing, Tempinkosi, because you, you know, giving us a reminder that it's it's bigger than just having a consumer move uh, into a new vehicle. But there's a whole industry and sector and yeah. business cases that are dependent on this. Uh, on that note, though, whilst we're doing our best to keep uh, these uh, large automobile manufacturers in the country by moving the necessary stock and and maintaining uh, the sales levels in the country, I'm just keen to understand if there's a fair understanding of making sure that South African consumers don't find themselves in a financial quagmire because. Uh, You've mentioned new payment models, systems, and innovative financing support. Um, mm. Has that been taken into consideration with the vehicle financing partners uh, that typically come on board? Yeah, no, ab- absolutely. Um, I mean, if I, I mean, I, I run a car dealership myself, yeah. um, a premium brand that is, um, of which, uh, if we look at the at the numbers in the country right now, the premium brands are, are really suffering, simply because there's a, this massive shift that we are seeing. Uh, you know South Africans, how they like their things and mm-hmm. how they like to drive you know, big German machines and all of that. But the shift now have moved to, to other players who are uh, uh, existing in our, in our industry, which are the Chinese brands. Yes. Um, and, uh, and, and people are just uh, downgrading or, uh, you know, uh, buying lesser uh, uh, expensive vehicles uh, compared, to, compared to new cars. So what the manufacturers then had to do uh, including uh, the banks, was to come up with what we called trading support, mm-hmm. uh, whereby they put money for, for consumers in order for them to get out of their current vehicles. And also they will offer some what we call technical support, which is in a form of a discounting of a new car. And then at the same time, you've got the financial institutions that have now increased the number of months that you can finance a vehicle yes. at, at no balloon. Mm-hmm. This is to try and stimulate this, this new car business. So it is a win for the consumers yeah. um, when when these collaborations are, are happening and also money has been put on the table to try and really get a kind in line uh, with their affordability. Not to, of course, suppress the customer even further. Mm-hmm. I listened to you interview earlier on with yes. the other guests that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, and people just don't have disposable income. At the same time, we all know how important it is to have mobility. Mm-hmm. Because without mobility, you can't do much. It's either you are working somewhere, you need mobility. It's either you're running a business, you need mobility. So the OEMs and, and the banks and us as dealers, we have to come up with some uh, incentives for our clients to make sure that we keep them uh, and mobile. So there is definitely a benefit for consumers and the manufacturers as well as the, as the banks to understand that the affordability and disposable income is a challenge currently in our market conditions.
100%. Tim Nkosi, I'm very pleased that, you know, there's been, a, I guess, a multi-pronged solution nearing to this particular challenge. Moving enough stock, making sure South African consumers are still active, and we keep uh, the, the investment of uh, international vehicle manufacturers within the country. Still making sure that South Africans can afford this appropriately. So I, I haven't been in the market for too long, but uh, I just might change my mind and give you a call, hey, about those four rings. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 you, 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 better. The incentives are in place, as I've mentioned. Uh, and uh, we, we really want to see, you know, uh, our consumers, uh, not neglecting this important, uh, uh, site. I mean, the, the, the vehicle purchase is one of the, is the second biggest asset that one can buy after yeah. the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it is, it is needed. So we have to do everything in our power to make sure that we don't suppress uh, the consumers any further. I mean, oh, and there's a lot happening. The rising inflation, yeah. you know, the the fuel prices, the currency volatilities, and, and and you know, it's, it, there's so much that is happening that it eats uh, on on dispo- uh, disposable income. And mm-hmm. as a guest of said earlier on, the first thing you think about is that I can get rid of these cars. I can get rid of this. I just need food. Mm-hmm. So we had to come up with some incentive to make sure that. Abbas will come and buy the police. <laughs> well, that, that, that makes sense. At least we'll have food and we'll have the car, right? In order to go to the job <laughs> yeah. and earn the income to buy the food. Oh, it's been such That's a right. delight speaking to you, Mr. Pansy. Truly appreciate it. And if you missed it live, catch the podcast on kaya959.co.za.